oh, I've just had a nice little alert. Oh, I must have knocked my charger out. I was like, why is my battery low? We're, char we're, we're, we're charging, charged in. Like, we're locked in. We are um, plugged in. Rose is not plugged in. <laughs> is anyone really plugged in in this weird period between Christmas and New Year? No. Lee calls that's... it in between us, and I love that. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. Brilliant. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. I like that a lot. In between us, yes. The limbo where mm. no one knows what day it is or who we you are. What? I haven't actually eaten any cheese and biscuits. <gasps> I'm sorry. That's that again. Are you okay? Got cheese guilt, and I just haven't eaten it. Normally, I would have definitely smashed a few camembert by now. Oh yeah, no, we've had the cheese board out a good few times. A good few times. It's just such an easy, like, what do you want for dinner? Cheese and biscuit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actual yeah I used to do this oh. for dinner. No, it doesn't happen these days. No, we actually found at our local supermarkets, so anyone in Ireland, super value, they've got your back. They actually were selling like a cheese board and it came with a chopping board, like a wooden, it came with the board, wow. came with the cheese, a little chutney thing. You just needed to buy like some crackers. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. So we 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 got through, I think, three of those. So I've got three little popcorns <laughs> now. Oh, cute. It's actually made me a little bit hungry for cheese as well. No, I no. also bought Sahat for Christmas. I got a make-your-own-cheese set. Just when I bought it, I didn't actually look too much. I got overexcited and I was like, oh, my God, yes, bye. So, like, I don't know how it's going to go, but apparently you can make, like, feta. You can make um, – but, yeah, I will let you know on one of the future podcasts once we've made – some should report back. I will report back. The content everyone, everyone wants and needs I mean, following the trauma healing queens. Hello everyone and welcome to the Trauma Healing Queens podcast. I'm Bianca. I'm Rose. And I'm Tyra. And we are three trauma-informed coaches looking to help you explore the depths of healing, growth and empowerment. So whether you're a survivor, a supporter, or someone simply seeking understanding, join us on this journey towards unveiling the resilience within us all. Tyra, you asked a really good question. I think we've totally not us. answered your question. We went everywhere. <laughs> went <laughs> we everywhere went around it. Everywhere. I'm sorry. But um, not mad about it. Love you. Um, but I think let's let's go back to it because actually, Bianca, you kind of kind of tapped into something there of how could we help clients feel emotions you know you just said I have a lump in my throat I feel a lump in my throat so it's almost like giving it a physical element and mm. like for me I I encourage people to look at it I'm a color person so yeah what does this color feel like to me you know is this coming up yellow is this coming up blue is this coming up red what colors am I giving to, to these emotions it's not one for all but also something else I do is, okay, so I know when my anxious thoughts are getting a little bit, uh, they're getting a little bit more frequent, my chest feels heavy. And it's mm. almost like I've got like a really heavy like scarf on. It's a little bit around my throat too. It's congesting my chest. I'm feeling constricted. And then when I'm feeling happy and when I'm feeling connected and when I'm feeling joyful it's almost like I'm like dancing around in like a floaty dress like really mm. light feeling and so sometimes just giving a physical element to your feelings can help you understand them a bit more 
Yeah, and you don't, you don't always need to understand why you're feeling what you're feeling. Like you don't you don't need to be you don't need to make sense of why they're there. They just are what they are. And if you can allow them without the narrative, that's where it's really transformative. I think you don't have to agree with them, but you do have to accept them. Yeah, and it's like that. You don't need to get them to go away. Like they they are what they are, right? Ooh, and actually, that helped me with exactly that was knowing that like everything's temporary I think so often we use like me coping mechanisms so whether that's like food alcohol drugs gambling like online shopping whatever it is um it's like we're trying to escape it we, we we're, we're trying to find something to like not we, we we're trying to avoid it's like I don't want to feel that but actually when you reassure yourself of this like everything is temporary so it might not feel nice it might feel awful it might feel so uncomfortable, this physical feeling, but that's okay because it's not going to stay with you forever. So if mm -hmm. you can feel it, notice, um, something that I do with clients as well is like, can you rate it like on a scale of one to 10? Like how uncomfortable is that? How much discomfort is there? And if it's like 10 out of 10, it's like, cool, this is it. Feel it, feel that discomfort because it's going to come down. It will, you, you know, you, you're not going to, it's not going to feel like a 10, forever and then you can allow yourself to notice oh what does it feel like when it's at a seven when it's at a six when it's at a four and you can actually kind of take yourself and support yourself and go ah oh, this is this sucks I hate this I hate this I hate this but then you also get to kind of you know come down the other side of the hill mm -hmm. oh, I felt I felt kind of regulated listening yeah you know what? I'm just like that. my body's just like, oh. yeah I've relaxed okay. even okay. more <laughs> yeah I, I think we guys we should do a whole nother podcast episode on the language of the body and emotions and feeling mm. all the things mm. I've got a few you know we've all got a few practices that we could maybe share a few yeah, yeah. well let, I mean sorry again Tyra <laughs> should we answer the question we've done it again that's a Tyra's question shall we yeah should we share a few things that can help you to make your vagus nerve more happy Happy Vegas, Nev. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll on, come up with, with, you know, I think the classic. So we talk about the body uh, receiving 80% of the threat. So if we can get the body on side, that's a majority of the threat that's, that's being dealt with. And one of the surefire ways is your breath work. Absolutely mm -hmm. and truly. I could give you every single style. But I think the two things that I always tell clients to take away from when they're learning what breathwork technique works best for them and their vagus nerve is make sure your exhale is longer than your inhale and breathe into your belly. I don't care if you're doing that once or twice every so often, if you can make sure that those two things are happening for you, you are going to help your body get your mind to recognize there is no threat. We're okay. Mm. Breathwork is definitely by far one of my favorite things to do. And I love exploring breathwork as well. I don't know about you guys. Anytime there's like a new, like I see something new, I'm like, oh, let's try it. Let's it's so interesting to say that. I was part of a, um, I can't even remember what, was, what, the, what the app was called. This was a few years ago when I was also dipping my toe into these things. Um, and they had like different breathwork classes in. It was like a, it was a fitness app that kind of intermeshed with like mindfulness and stuff. And some of the class was like 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, 
I don't know, like you're telling me I just need to sit and breathe for 30 minutes, even though you do it anyways. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can dedicate 30 minutes of my time to breathing. But I remember the first time I ever did one of these classes, I felt high afterwards. And yeah, I thought it was giddiness, it was, isn't it? It's like giddiness, high. Yeah. I've never actually, just going to put it out there, getting high, so I've never been high. Um, so <laughs> just, <laughs> just high, on, high on vibes. High, high on vibes, right? High on vibes. High, high on oxygen and, and stuff. That's, yeah. Um, but it was just so interesting. And one of the things um, the instructor said was like, you're probably breathing wrong. And I was like, I've been doing this my whole life. Don't, don't tell me that. Like the Taurus, like sassy Taurus of me was coming out. Like, no. <laughs> don't tell me what I don't and do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I do, do not know. Um, but then, you know, like actually sitting up straight and not breathing into your chest. One of the things that, you know, when I am dysregulated, I'm breathing into my chest and it's shallow. And that in and of itself is telling the nervous system like, hey, shit, like this is not good. When you start like breathing into your belly, your diaphragm, like Rose was saying, it is such a game changer. But yeah, I think, um, I can't remember the exact technique. Obviously, it was like a 20, 30 minute class. Uh, but I just found it, like it really opened my eyes up. And it was so fascinating how the the kind of physiological effect it had on me. And at the start, you know, I was feeling a bit like restless. And I was a bit like, this is this is kind of bullshit. I don't, don't quite buy into this stuff yet. By the end of it, I, I literally felt like I was giddy. I had this energy um so yeah don't don't knock it till you tried it and that's not to say that every single meditation or breathing you're gonna feel high on vibes but don't knock it till you try it give it a go when in doubt bring it back to your breath exactly that you know what? I just reminded myself whenever I'm like you know having a flap or I'm a bit like ah, he's like B you know what you need to do you need to take it back to your breath and I'm like oh shut up (laughs) (laughs) shut up that's my line don't say it back to me Uh, (laughs) I love the men in our lives and how patient yeah you know do as I say not as I do um so I mean breath work right game changer absolute game changer like just slowing down the body is really going to slow down the thoughts right and um you know and then it's going to also support your vagus nerve the health of your vagus nerve so but it's about doing it consistently as well one breath work session is not going to heal your nervous system guys you need to be doing this like consistently to show your nervous system that it's safe and that uh, yeah things are okay right and the more you do it the the stronger the the vagal tone so the the, the mm. vagus nerve will be yeah. um and it works better right it works better when it's like that meaning that you'll be able to live okay. your life more optimally optimally um do you know what like on top like another thing for me is like when i used to go cold water swimming like in the river like mm. that for me i feel like cold exposure for me used to like really activate maybe activate the vagus nerve maybe i guess in improving oh. the function of the vagus nerve like I used to feel so in my body when I was doing that. And, and that's you can't be anywhere thing. else, right? Because it's <laughs> freezing. Um, so cold, cold exposure is one, definitely for me, along with the breath work. There's a big, you know, the putting your face in ice, icy mm. water, sorry, um, in ice. <laughs> um, that's been quite a thing. But I even think just splashing cold water on you is really good mm. um, even like your, wrists, your hands right? yeah washing yeah. your hands with cold water yeah. and just those little things really kind of help you reset don't they 
Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a warm person, so uh, I have yeah, cold water. <laughs> I have done ice baths in the past. Um, it, it's a no from me. <laughs> However, I know when. So something I recognise when I am having like anxious thoughts is I'm very warm, and actually cold water helps bring me back. So, okay so yeah it depends where you are yeah 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 like i just a bit of splash water back of my mm. neck as well and on my, mm. on my wrists all the nice little yeah. points i love that what um what else tyra what else is something that you do maybe personally to help when you notice your vagus nerve is fired up and you're disregarded you know what Something that I actually started doing like recently with myself, but then also with clients is simply like, this is so simple, but like asking, like literally asking, like, what does my body need? I think when we're dysregulated, mm. like when, if you take yourself back to when you were a child, you probably were aware of what you needed, but maybe you didn't get that need met. But children off like if you speak to a child they often know like what they need they might like want a hug or they might want you know they they often will tell you what they want if you kind of ask them like what what do you need to make this feeling uh to help help you through this feeling whatever they'll often tell you and I think we we lose that as we get older um but I think actually like first of all just dipping into your body and going right okay like what is coming up oh it's that like not like that that knot in my my throat or like that tightness okay like what what might soothe this okay I need like a hot tea with some honey okay I just need to so I think like just asking yourself first of all noticing what are these physical how is this showing up for me how can I soothe this even if it's by one percent because again doing some breath work or any of these tactics it's not necessarily going to make that feeling of discomfort go away instantly but if you can just go in with how might I soothe this just by one percent and if it is like I just need a hug like maybe it's that inherent like I just need a massive massive hug hug yourself I've got a client who has a teddy from her childhood and she hugs that teddy when she needs a hug if there's no one else there um so I think just tapping into your body and, and exploring, exploring different things that might make you feel a little safer. But I think it, it's sensory, right? Like engaging smells, engaging like nice things to look at. Um, I'm, I'm rubbing my hands together. Touch, that's the one. Like a fluffy, a fluffy <laughs> blanket. A fluffy blanket. For Christmas, um, my brother got me this blanket and it's got uh, a little Monty on it. And it's Monty for people who are listening. I actually shared him on the stories today. So you might have caught caught him, but it's got like little, little, like Monty dogs. And I was like, oh my gosh, my new safety resource. That's so cool. Oh, I love that. Tara, I absolutely love that. It's it's just opening up the conversation between your head and your body, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. B, have you got any kind of preferred ones that you like to use? I suppose the most common thing I do is exercise, right? I move my body often and I think moving your body often is going to really help to support the health of your vagus nerve. Like your body wants to move and by you kind of moving your body and being in your body, it's helping that minor body connection. So exercise hundred percent, like a, a daily walk, like I, I go to the gym, I move my body and 
it just feels good to be there. Freaking love yoga. Any type of kind of movement that really gets me into so like things like that, I find really, really beneficial. And I can't wait to do all the yoga in Thailand. Oh, not jealous. Stop it. Mm. Stop it. I've actually signed up to uh, a yoganuary. So I'm oh, cool. I do yoga every day. I've done I've done it before. Um, I love yoga. Like when I'm doing it, I'm like, I love this. I love feeling I just love the feeling of like being really connected to your body and slowing down. And I love feeling bendy. And some I have this thing where I become a bit obsessed with things and then I don't do anything else. So obviously I've recently in September I got my spin bike and you bet I have become obsessed with this damn thing. And it I did I was on it last night and I got to the point where I was like, I have not like I still like I walk the dogs and stuff, but I was like, my body is being sat and my feet are pedaling in the same position. You know, when you start feeling a twinge and I was like, oh, in a thigh. Hello, in a thigh. And I was like, right, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> my body is telling me here. I'm going to listen to the twinge before it turns into a pulled muscle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I won't be in Thailand doing it. I'll be in my front room, but. Still good enough. Still good enough. So my yeah. body, my body won't know. Well, it might do. Some yoga is better than no yoga. I so. like the sound of that. Could you please send that my way, Tyler? Send us the link. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Rose, anything, any other, any other things that you do often to yes. you know, support your mind and your body connection? Um, again, I, I cannot stress that we are very in sync and movement for me is huge. Oh, Always God, has yeah. been. And I think that's also why I struggled so much when I was injured because I could not move the way I used to. And I've had, I've had to learn to adapt. Um, so it was an opportunity <laughs> to explore different things. And this is actually where I discovered EFT tapping. So mm. I'm a big fan of EFT tapping. And also because I'm such an active person, an energetic person, um, you know, I was always the kid that couldn't sit still. Um, for me, doing something that's movement based that's breathwork based it's it's the meeting of two worlds for me it's perfect so EFT tapping for those who don't know is called the emotional freedom technique um and I just follow you know something that I think is a good point to just bring up here none of this is fancy right guys this is not instagrammable every single day this is you know sometimes I'm doing this in my dressing gown with my breakfast down me sometimes I'm like quick I've just got to quickly do this in my car in a car park (laughs) like it's it's not glamorous but it's vital and I recognized kind of I'd rather do it imperfectly than not do it at all that had a bigger impact so EFT tapping is um how how does one describe EFT tapping on a podcast um you are tapping certain points on your head on your face on your chest and under your arm and it's I think it's the meridian points on your body please do not ask me to name them but it stimulates the vagus nerve so in a similar way to what b was saying with the cold water it stimulates it to allow it to realize it can be used in a safe way it doesn't always need to be fired up it's increasing its tones so um <laughs> i remember when i was first learning about this and i was like you can increase the size of your nerve like that just sounds weird no that's not what it's doing <laughs> it's increasing its capacity to, to to hold and that's what eft tapping um helps stimulate so um i'll be honest i follow a guy on youtube and i just draw up and he's got loads of different ones i did a lot around pain 
and I found that really, really helpful. He does stuff about self-love. He does stuff about emotional intelligence, um, logical intelligence. That's not a thing, but it is now. There's, there's a <laughs> variety and I think it's just fun to try. It doesn't need to be more than five minutes. Um, a lot of it's affirmations as well. So that's something I really love. Um, but yeah, EFT tapping is my, one of my faves for sure. So in the morning I will get up, I will do my meditation and then I will do EFT tapping. That's my little eight minute cycle. And I make sure it's eight minutes. This is it. It only, <laughs> it, only needs to t it only needs to take that long, right? That's yeah. literally all it needs to take. I think sometimes we like trip ourselves up because we're like, I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time to sit and yeah, fair enough. If it's like a 40 minute, like breath work, like fine, but it doesn't need like, we take the perfectionist out of it. It can be two minutes. Yeah. It, can be it, just, it just needs to be consistent, right? Your nervous yeah. system wants yeah. consistency yeah. with this. Yeah. yeah. Consistency so. over everything. I think. So yeah, we invite you. Going. We invite you this week to um just think about how you are nurturing your vagus nerve is there anything you can do to come into your body even if it is for two minutes and just practice that every single day and um just see what you notice i love this i love this stuff so much there's no right or wrong right there's no right or wrong let's just notice without judgment just get curious and um have fun and play let us know yeah let us know yeah you found anything that works for you yeah we want to hear what, what what do you do to um you know help connect you to your body and be more present well last yeah. episode we said it's very important that you recognize what's good for your nervous system yeah yeah your yeah. nervous system your vagus nerve i'm sure what do you mean mm -hmm. we've rambled on for a long time Gosh, this have. has gone over a lot <laughs> a lot longer than we had planned hasn't it we can make it into two we could we could B, did you want to round off with a little grounding? Yeah, I mean, as we've been talking about, like, feelings, mm. um, I could do, like, a practice that I do with clients to, like, help them just to start noticing some sensations, or should we do that in a different one? I mean, I want to, I want to do it all. <laughs> so Can we do it all? <laughs> what feels most aligned with what we've just been talking about? I mean, we've talked about a lot. <laughs> I guess right so yeah I think this would be a, a quite a good practice for maybe someone who's never really taken the time to notice what's going on in their body before so it's just a quick little practice that you can do every day almost like a little scan a scan of your body so first things first guys you, you're going to do it with me yeah right yeah absolutely so um just getting yourself into a comfortable position and Pop your feet on the floor. Tyra, you're standing. You can do it standing. You can do it seated. And all I want you to do is just notice your feet touching the floor. And then as you notice your feet touching the floor, bring your awareness up to your knees and your hips. Just noticing your posture coming up your back. Into your head, your jaw. And you're noticing your body, but you're not judging anything, right? Just noticing, working your way up your body. And now I want you to bring your energy to just notice where in your body, if you can feel any sensations. So is there anything coming up in your body? And if there is, just notice where you can feel it. 
So where in your body can you feel these sensations? And we don't need to know why. There doesn't need to be any answers for it. Just allow it to be there. Take a breath. Focus on that sensation that you've maybe found in your body and ask yourself, you know, does it have a weight? Is it heavy? Is it dense? Is it stuck? Is it jumpy? Is it floaty? Like, what does it feel like? And just notice that. Then ask yourself, does it have a temperature? Is it cold? Is it hot? On fire? Warm? Does it feel like it's melting? One of my clients once, she said, I've got this 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 thing in my heart, but it feels like it's melting. And I was like, like I could then feel it. I got the little feeling in my heart, like melting. So yeah, does it have a temperature? Does it have a shape? Is it a circle? Is it a ball? Is it a knot? Texture, maybe like a rope? Is it a rubber band? Does it feel like a wall or a ceiling? Another one of my clients, she felt like she had like a a ceiling, like blocking her throat. Like there was like a a ceiling there. Like I thought, fascinating, right? Just So just noticing in your body where you can feel these sensations and breathing into them. You can even add in there, Rose, you know where you mentioned the color? Like, so when you start noticing these sensations, some people do... They, they can feel in color, right? So is what, what color is it? So where in your body is it? Does it have a temperature? Does it have a weight? Does it have a shape or a look? And just get curious, right? And just notice. And the more you do this sort of practice, the more you're going to strengthen that mind and body connection. The more you're going to be speaking the language of your body. So... Did you notice anything? I had big love in my chest. So for me, it was like coming out, but it was almost like the cartoon, you know, like your heart jumps out, like an actual heart shape. uh, Yeah, like an actual, but like it was, and it was almost like it's heavy, but it was sturdy, not a heavy, like the anxiety that I can have, like those anxious thoughts and feelings. It was like a heavy, like strong. Mm. but it was kind of projected it's really interesting I felt something similar like that before but I've never really given a full focus to it maybe it's just you guys maybe it's what we're doing what we're talking about because you are the love Rose the love (laughs) that's my nickname now guys on the pod Rose the love Rose the love (laughs) if you hear the dogs they've both woken from their nap at the exact same time so if you do hear that it's not me it's not me <laughs> that's not Tyra's emotions coming through <laughs> uh, I felt at first uh lower back so my body's going we need it you need it you need to pay attention to this bit of lower back like warmth tightness um but then also going up to like the heart area some actually really similar to what you were saying where I was like just warmth but in a different way it was cushy content like feeling content and feeling connected Mm. Mm. how does how did it feel to like notice those things it felt it, it felt like physically I can't even describe it this is a good this is a really good um practice actually the the warmth was different like the lower back the lower back was like achy like achy whereas the heart was like a fullness mm. and then the color like a vibrant like you know the color of a candle 
that like orangey yellowy like that was like I could like see that mm, love that Be so curious I mean, I think because I was doing the thing, I was more kind of like focusing my energy on you guys. Like, but yeah, I just, I love season. like this work. I always think like, so this work that I do with clients like this, I then like, so like for you, Rose, I'll ask you the question, like, did any wisdom come through with that? Not wisdom. Because I always think when you have those kind of sensations and you start noticing and you start paying attention, it's kind of like with that sometimes comes some, sometimes comes through some wisdom do you know what it confidence Mm, I was very sure of myself I was very like yes this is my heart trust like this is my love this is and it's it's being given I think that's what it was Mm. and it feels but I think it was just the way you described a few things like what does it feel I was like actually it feels quite like heavy but not the heaviness that I felt with other emotions it was like a very strong heavy Mm. I know this can sound really bizarre but you know like if you if you picked up like a precious metal like gold right it's heavy Mm. but it's precious it was Mm -hmm. kind of like that whereas some things you I can't hold it yeah this I could hold this it was like a confidence a strength for sure oh Monty hey Monty hey Monty because him and Mav keep winding each other up but if I'm carrying him all right welcome to the pod Monty (laughs) and he stands and he's literally like a he's literally like a toddler if he he loves being carried this is clearly me from like when getting him carrying around like a baby but he'll like come and like scratch like on his hind legs like scratch at me like pick me up mom thank thank you for co-regulating your dog oh my god yeah he is a safety resource for sure I yeah I, I love this whole like talking the language of your body so we can absolutely do another episode of this okay so yes B, you are absolutely right episode six will be attachment styles and how trauma turns up in your relationships Ooh, really i'd love to do a whole like so we'll do attachment styles i'd love to then do a separate episode just like on relationships as well yeah Oh, we have so much to say. We have a lot. But it's I mean, fine because clearly you know, by this, we've got all the time. Two-parter, second two-parter. Oh, ladies, what That's an it. absolute joy. Let's wrap up the pod there. It's been a delight, delight catching up with you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope the conversation about trauma has shed some light on the shadows that so many of us carry. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate and leave us a review. Join us again in our next episode as we continue to explore the diverse facets of trauma and resilience.